Hello, hello, hello. We are officially back with another episode of IST's Late Night Audio Podcast. That's right. Unlike our final year's chances of seeing campus again, we have made a comeback. <laughs> I am Anshuman Sinha from Third Year Electrical and I'll be your host for tonight's episode. Let's face it. 2020 has been quite a disappointing year for a lot of us here at NITK. An online semester with no NG, cringy branch freshers or the all you can drink sipons <laughs> at the annual convocation has turned out to be awfully uneventful. However, I think we can all admit that the year had begun on quite a high note for all of us here at NITK with NC 2020. the bass pounding in sync with your heartbeat caesar inducing lights flashing through your eyes footstalls with questionable hygiene and the smell of sweat and energy drinks in the air this year's nc was held bigger and grander than ever right from the footfall all the way to the decorations speaking of which a lot of you might remember the colorful umbrella canopy decoration near the gb with well uh, umbrellas hanging from above Experts commented that this was meant to be a metaphoric representation of an NITK's concern for the dwindling GPA. Or oh, that's probably just me. But let's face it, the fact remains that NITK has an umbrella thief. Take the myriad of umbrellas at our mess for example. You come out after a peaceful breakfast of watery sambar and rock hard idli only to find that the umbrella that you left out to dry is not there anymore but worry not lose your umbrella for long enough and it will eventually find you the watery sambar symbolical of the wettest one can get in an engineering college also reminds me of our beach one can never forget the mesmerizing sunsets that light up the western sky and lift up your mood So if you're looking for a quiet place to spend time with that special someone, please, the NITK beach is not the place. Your privacy can and will be invaded by the less fortunate and sexually frustrated students, disapproving adults, or worse, policemen. And trust me, you don't want that to happen. I mean, bribes are widely accepted, but money, my friends, is a scarce commodity in an engineering college. So I risk it, right? Speaking of places the final years will probably never see again. One thing that the quarantine hasn't made any of us miss is the mess food. From chapatis harder than the plates we eaten to paneer butter masala with gallons of oil and no paneer, there's still one thing we can all agree on. Going to the mess on a hot and humid afternoon and having ice cream after hours of tedious lectures was a moment of bliss in itself. We put more effort into getting that extra ice cream coupon than we would for an assignment. Um which wasn't that good or original either. If the mess food hasn't satisfied your cravings, then don't worry. Just starve until the night canteen's open. The food there makes it worth the wait. And in case that wait extends past your block timings, just bring along a few chicken kebabs and you may get off with just a warning, if you know what I mean. And if it is one of those days when both your taste buds and your liver are feeling adventurous, then there is always the crowd favorite, though not very student-friendly, Red Rock. Beat an impromptu bonding session with our freshers, the convocation party, or a simple meet-up with friends to drown your sorrows after a breakup or a particularly bad exam, 
there's nothing like a little sip on to brighten up your mood. After all, where else are you going to have the most revolutionary and life-changing events of your college life? If the nostalgia hasn't hit you yet, then stay tuned because we are just getting started. Next up is Sam Sabu, our very own NITK veteran from third year civil, who will share a few priceless glimpses of the campus that we have missed out on during the 250-odd days that he spent inside the campus during lockdown. March 25th, 2020. Quarantine has officially begun. I wonder how long I'll be here. And I don't know how I'll get through this period also. I got to shift to the mega tower soon. And well, on the bright side, this landfill is now my kingdom and I rule over this ghost town. <laughs> uh, at this rate, I might end up delusional. May 6, 2020. God, it's getting harder to handle that crappy mess food. More than the food quality, it's the hygiene. You think these block two guys can't get any worse and they top that day after day. Corona or no Corona, these mess runners don't have any shirts on. They wipe everything including the platform, cup, plates, everything with the same towel. And on top of this, there's no grand dinner also. Can it get any worse than that? Whew. August 10, 2020. So we moved into the new PG block a while back and I'm still kind of awestruck by that new hostel. The rooms are a lot smaller but it has a functioning window, a wooden table with smooth finish, pretty granite, granite windowsills and floor tiling and uh, a large wooden cupboard with handles, proper handles and a fan that isn't hanging on one wire and to top it all off a neat proper wooden shelf that is near the ceiling. Just too good. <laughs> I mean, now that I think about it, it's just a normal room. But yeah, the bathrooms. The bathrooms are a delight, you know, compared to the mean spaces that are designated as toilets in the old block. And in addition, the view from the new PG block, that is just marvelous. So talking about new things, we have now adopted a few pets. Huh? We have our dogs, Wiggle, Papa, Scary Cat, Blackie, Borushka, Milf, among others. Clearly, lack of company has affected our creativity too. So these little ones, we have taught them a few tricks, you know, like sit, stand, paw, that's it. We clearly need to work on our naming and taming skills. October 15, 2020 Well, just like the rest of the world, I wanted to put my coronation to good use. So I learned to cook. I've learned Afghan, Bangladeshi and Sri Lankan cuisines. <laughs> Damn, my future wife will be so lucky. <laughs> uh, so far, uh, the Afghan dish Banjan Bolani is my favorite. And uh, to add to my bag of skills, I can now cut and style hair. So the first few times were a complete mess. But now I'm decent at it. The NITK barber was closed for the most part, so luckily I had many test subjects, enthusiastic test subjects in my quarantine to practice on. Also, uh, I'm glad that I have my guitar and flute and recorder to keep me company. On more than one occasion, my hostelmates have come and thanked me for providing soothing music to their ears. 
many others have come with angry faces also but uh, that's another story december 3 it has been 250 days since quarantine began that means no grandin in the last 10 months <laughs> or is it 11 I, i actually don't know anymore so most of our quarantine team has disbanded actually almost everyone has disbanded <laughs> everyone's gone home uh, i think i've been holding out fine so far except for the semester academics which kind of took a hit many of the phd people are coming back so the population of the campus has more than tripled in the last few weeks full chill scenes only there's hardly anyone who seems to be aware that a pandemic is going on no masks no social distancing nothing it feels like i'm sitting on a ticking time bomb i guess i just want to go back home for christmas at least this time thank you sam for that eerily close glimpse into your personal diary Coming up next in tonight's episode we have invited two guests over to engage in short interviews conducted by our very own and very dear Neha Pai from third year EC over to you Neha Thank you Anshuman hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the late night show interview today here with us we've got two very special guests our first guest for tonight is Misria Sheikh Ali She is a PhD student at the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. She is the co-founder of the Yugma Network, which is a platform through which different student organizations, clubs and unions across India network and collaborate on environmental issues. It's a pleasure having you on board, Misria. Thank you so much for taking our time and being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's really fun and I'm excited about the conversation. Thank you. Um our second guest for tonight is Aditi Bhatt. She is an ISTE and ITK alumnus. She has presented papers on sustainable and resilient architecture, eco-friendly materials and cost-effective techniques for green buildings at IIT Bombay, Kumamoto University, Japan. She was the concrete sig head and the social initiatives head for the year 2019-2020. Give it up for our very own Aditi Bhatt. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to be back. Yes, it's been so long. It feels great to see you again. Um okay, Aditi, we have to talk about the fact that you're vegan and you were vegan in NITK. So, I mean, let's start off with your days in NITK with the quote unquote delectable mess food uh, and with the concept of <laughs> veganism just recently having gained momentum. Tell us a little bit about the stereotypes that were thrown at you and the myths that you kind of heard and how did you successfully go about with your choice of being vegan? Yeah, thank you for asking me this question, Neha. Um, I think any conversation regarding um, the environment and um, individual impact is incomplete if we don't talk about a plant-based diet. And um, the latest UN IPCC report uh, includes recommendations uh, for policy changes with respect to world's, the world's meat consumption and also believes that if we were to reach the 1.5 degree Celsius target, um, even if we completely shift to renewables, we will still have to change the way we eat in order to achieve that goal. So I think right. that's a very important thing to be discussed. Yes. And uh, being vegan in a veg mess in the hospital was actually not that hard for me. um i just had to exclude like some of the um, dairy items and otherwise a lot of the meals that i was having and my friends were having were pretty much the same 
Right. And I think the major myth is that it is nearly impossible to do that. Uh, that is to follow a plant-based diet. Not just in the mess, but I think people think this it is impossible to do that even if they're you know living by themselves. And I think that a lot more conversation uh, has to be done, and a lot more work has to be done even in the market to make it more accessible to people. Right. And I don't disagree with the fact that it takes patience and effort to actually take that step and make that change. Especially uh, when options and alternatives here in India are not as accessible as they are in other countries like the Can- Canada, the US, and other European countries. Right. And of course, I do get to hear a lot of shallow, uninformed jokes about my diet uh, when I'm in social circles. It's right. actually, honestly, uh, one of the hardest parts about you know following this lifestyle. And but I think it's all worth it when. you know the land and water use biodiversity loss ocean acidification animal exploitation antibiotic resistance so many other issues are involved so i think um it is high time that people start cutting down at least on their meat and dairy consumption and start incorporating a plant based um plant based options and although a lot of major environmental organizations like greenpeace um did not speak about this in the beginning they are uh, now spreading awareness they're um making videos and using social media to spread awareness regarding the same i think the latest documentary by um sir david attenborough on um the planet has also focused on this topic so yeah right so i think a small change in your everyday lifestyle can bring about a huge impact when done collectively mm-hmm. and very rightfully said at a ground level how do you think we can work towards solving these uh, prevalent issues in our country starting off with maybe addressing it more towards college students and um, how we can help contribute yeah a uh, very very important question right now and um, our mode of development is one of the severe environmental issue that we are facing it does not work for us we have to question the way that we uh, cause industrial pollution and uh, we uh, weaken the environmental accountability of industries first we have to do that and right. uh, that's important that very much need of the hour we have to question the mode of development this is not going to work we need an alternative mode of development that can borrow a lot from indigenous knowledge systems and you know uh, people who are uh, not not just indigenous people but also people who are uh, depend on their immediate local surroundings and how they make their living second we have to increase community responsibility and accountability as neha already mentioned that you know we have to uh, make sure that we get our local uh, you know uh, uh, local governance structures to help us enable the environmental change that we are de- desiring and we have to also make sure that nobody in our community goes hungry like uh, bharati uh, poet bharati mahakavi bharati told that you know if one person is to go hungry let's burn the entire universe i am not saying that we have to burn it literally it's a metaphorical yeah. statement i want to clearly emphasize it in a very non violent way we have to make sure that you know uh, nobody goes uh, no, like you know um uh, nobody goes hungry because that's a part of environmental justice food justice is a part of environmental justice that gives me to the third point that we have to not only focus on environmental protection but how historically marginalized people are benefiting from uh, how their rights are protected in our uh, 
fight against uh, environmental injustices. Uh, so that in our, in our fight towards environmental protection, that is also very, very important. And that can be done through community responsibility and accountability. We have to make sure that we are responsible for one another and uh, we, we, are account we can hold each other accountable in very nonviolent and inclusive ways. And, uh, and the fourth thing that we have to do is green energy. We have to shift to green energy that is localized. We have to move away from fossil fuels, nuclear energy. We have to move away from uh, coal. We have to move away from all of these models and we have to focus on green energy that is localized. And uh, it's uh, so the amount of energy that is lost in transmission uh, from the central grid to the individual grids is also, we don't, Come up, we don't face that situation because the amount of water it takes to create that energy, to generate that energy is a lot and we don't want to lose that in transmission. So we need to look for alternatives that are local in terms of energy solutions. And I think these are some ways that we can address some few ways. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you so much, Aditi and Mistria, for being here tonight. I just personally feel a lot more inspired and aware after this conversation, and I'm sure uh, it will do the same to a lot more people. I wish you both all the very best in your future endeavors. Thank you so much again. For all those interested in listening to the entire interview, where the discussion addressed some very important environmental concerns and solutions to help combat the issues, we will be uploading the extended version separately and you can find the link to that in the description box. Um, yeah, and with that, we have come to the end of this segment. Over to you, Anshuman. That was a truly insightful conversation there, Neha. Thank you for arranging such a warm session with them. Now, moving on to our next segment, we have IST Chronicle star boy, Bhajan Berman, better known as Jackie. Currently in third year IT, he is going to slightly shift the tone of our podcast with his short poem in Hindustani in the segment named Jackie's Shairies. Dil dhokhe mein hai aur dhokhe waaz dil mein Dard mujhko dhun leta hai roj nae bahane se Oh ho gaya hai waqif mere har thikane se Aakho ka tara aak churaya it ka chand ho gai अकल का अंदर ठहरा मैं कागज काला करता गया सदर हुआ कि कुछ काला नहीं पूरी दाल ही काली है Star of eyes has stolen eyes. Eid has gone to the moon. I used to darken the paper of wisdom. I have realized that nothing's black, but all the lentils are black. Hmm, who would have thought? I guess we learn something new every day. So, don't trust Google Translate. Yeah, like you didn't already. <laughs> Talking about new things, like actually new things. We are here with our final segment. IST reviews NITK's very first virtual club recruitments, brought to you by our expert content curator Shubhang Bandarkar from third year metallurgy. If one had to count the number of clubs in college, they'd run out of both fingers and patience. From misleading you with the name of a psychedelic drug to making you choose between various permutations of the letters I 
and E. They dig their eerie claws deep into your college life. Hello, I'm Shubhang Bhandarkar, IST's very own in-house judgmental prick, bringing to you IST Reviews Club Recruitments. It all starts a few days into the first semester. The events begin with treasure hunts without the treasure, friendly quizzes, and technical events that are perhaps not so technical. Forms of participation roll out. Sleeping victims are dragged out to listen to publicity speeches, and like most excited kids fresh out of the jaws of the exam we shall not name, you sign up. You attend the events, perhaps win a wad of cash, and get your well-deserved appreciation on an Instagram post with 12 likes. You watch seniors run around the campus to attend club meetings with an air of self-importance, and you tell yourself that one day, very soon, you're going to be the one taking the minutes of a meet. This year's club recruitments were probably the most bizarre yet. I don't think there was any other year where the most frequently asked questions in the interview were, "Am I audible?" and "Am I visible?" Also. being introduced to so many faceless initials was a nice touch this year ist rates the online recruitments a p for poor internet connection despite everything being online the buzz and nervous excitement of the second years was still present everyone's talking about it no matter where the conversation started it always comes back to club recruitments the random guy you probably said hi to once in class is suddenly texting you with some club expertise you end up believing whatever he says bro i heard that iist has really cool chill sessions bro yeah that's cool maybe i should join iist then he obviously forgot to mention that he heard this from an iist senior somewhere among all this chaos joining a club becomes the sole purpose of life meanwhile the fourth years brush up on the basics of how to be nice and charming and the third years are doing a whole course of their own here's how to take interviews for juniors in six simple steps step 1 smile at them and exchange some pleasantries step 2 make them comfortable and ask them all the required questions you need to be sweeter than honey here step 3 you may feel like pulling your hair out or snapping at the junior but doing so would cost you gravely so please keep your hair intact and smile through the pain step 4 does the junior seem to be relaxing a little too much then it's time to ask the question what's your club preference step 5 are they still not squirming enough then ask the real question why step 6 once they're gone you can finally drop that smile and relax but do make sure to exercise those muscles for the next interview ist rates the interview process an s for smiling through the pain and of course no interview process is complete without the mysterious hr round i mean this round is mostly the interviewers talking about their clubs and gloating it's like a final pitch to lure students into the cult um, i mean club ist rates the hr round a b for brainwashing enough poking fun at the interviewers they had to after all deal with a whole bunch of juniors from the nervous chatterboxes who spoke way too fast the anxious mumblers the inquisitive junior who asked more questions than they were asked to the disinterested guy who was just there for the sake of it the confident guy to the overconfident guy who didn't listen to the whole question 
a special addition to the list this year is the guy with the horrible network connection what's he even saying no one knows overall club recruitment season is one memorable time of the year from the second year stressed about whether they'll get into a club or not to the nostalgic seniors empathizing with the juniors it's definitely one thing you won't forget about college and as a whole ist rates the club recruitment process an f f for respect That brings us to the end of this episode of our podcast and almost to the end of this year as well. I can't believe it's going to be over. It will get over, right? Well, you never know what's coming next. But if you guys like this one, the next episode of Late Night IST podcast is definitely coming soon. So take care and stay safe. This is Anshuman Sinha signing off.